The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network. And we are here with Aaron Kelch, CEO of Kelch Communities, and that is Senior Living Communities. And Aaron, you've given us such an amazing background of your organization and your values. Thank you so much for being with us this hour. Um, we're so honored to have you. And My I pleasure. Just, Thank you. I am so, you're such a busy individual and to take time out to talk to us. Um, we're hopeful that that, uh, you know, your, your expectations are being met, but also that our listeners are really getting the idea that this is a very special time for us to have you yeah, here. And so thank you. Saying, I'm certainly um, interested because, you know, there's, we talk to a lot of senior living communities and like you said, they're amazing, but mm. each senior living organization that I talk to, they kind of have their own quote unquote niche in the industry. Sure. Um you know, obviously there's been evolutions and you've been in senior living for a long time. Tell us a little bit about what makes Kelch unique and a little bit about how you define your niche. I'll do my very best. Uh, if I can, I'm going to just say one thing to something you just said, oh, and that do. is uh, that you talked to a lot of senior housing providers and, and, and that they're good. You found them generally to be good people. Mm -hmm. And they are, uh, I just want to say that uh right out of the chute that some of the best people I know on the planet are people that are seniors housing providers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, none of us is perfect. Um, and I am at the top of that list, but I will tell you some of my very best friends um, and people that I admire are in the industry and seniors mm -hmm. housing. And so I agree with that comment. Just yeah. some of the best people. Uh, I call I you all of you angels because you truly are. You have patience, you have respect, you are so dedicated to, you know, 99% of you are the, that kind of um, person. And I would include in many cases of those that operate adult family homes as well. Mm -hmm. um, the heart that goes into this industry um, is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> it's, I, yeah, it, yes. it takes an incredible commitment and it takes an incredible passion for seniors and the dignity and values that they hold. Yes, and I think I that you guys are definitely in that, in that realm. Yeah. So, so maybe what makes Kelch unique in, in, in our eyes, I uh, starts with the fact that we are truly family owned and operated. Mm -hmm. um, we have our own construction company. We build our own communities uh, with a ex rare exception of uh, on occasion where we buy uh, an existing community, Madison House in uh, Kirkland, Washington, yeah. would be an example of that. We did not build that. Uh, very proud to own it, uh, but um, we did not build it. 98% of our communities we built ourselves. Uh, as we've talked about and touched on, my wife does all of our interior design, and we manage uh, our own properties as well. That's so, amazing. Um, top to bottom, I have a, now have uh, the privilege of having two of my four children working in the organization, and we're just real proud to do so. I uh, love working with them. And so it really is a family owned and operated uh, organization that does not make us perfect. That does not make us better than necessarily someone else, but it does make us unique. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's uh, not as common as it once was. True. Um, uh, so I think that is uh, unique. And, and, and again, our names on the front door, we've talked about that. Uh, we make my cell phone, our office phone number here, very uh, prominent throughout the com company. I get texts from employees often. Uh, my wow. favorite time to text and email is between about 11 o'clock at night and three in the morning because everybody's asleep at my house and, uh, <laughs> and no, you know, no one wants to talk. So I do you ever sleep? 
Uh, I do, I do, but I don't require a lot of sleep. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> subsequently, I'm not aging quite as nicely as my wife, but nevertheless, uh, I don't require a lot of sleep. Um, uh, the other thing that I think makes us unique is that we are in our communities. Uh, we walk the floors of our communities. We, we make the effort to travel and get there and, uh, and not only know our people, but know a few residents. I have a note. I'm looking out my office window right now at a note on the wall from a resident uh, who lives with us in Scottsdale, Arizona. She doesn't. She is living in one of our memory care communities, but she has no memory care challenges at all. But lives there because her husband is there, and uh, and so when I'm there, I make some time and we we sit and have coffee and we visit for an hour or two. And I just wrote her. I responded to her note just the other day. I said I'll. I plan on being there on such such a day, and I'll come see you. Oh, um, Aaron. So, uh, I don't. I don't think I'm the only one that has ever done that. But mm-hmm. we do take the time to do it because remember the reason we're here in the first place is her and her husband. So I don't want to make, uh, if she would like to visit, I'm happy to visit. She's a lovely lady. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I do think that makes us uh, unique. I would say the other thing that you talked about um, or touched on rather is that we do tend to build uh, memory care communities that are freestanding. We like that. Um, Very only one of our memory care um, components is within a larger structure. uh, Everything else that we have uh, that is specifically to memory care is its own building. We like that because we want our management in that building. We want our employees in that building to say, this is the, your family member is the only reason that we are here. Yeah. We're not here for a little bit. And then we have to go over here and then we have to go over here. Right. No, this is the only reason we're here. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's just an opinion. And it's one guy's opinion. Uh, oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes memory care, um, components that are within the larger community can often feel like the ugly stepchild or they they get short shift or get second shift i want to be clear i don't think that's all the time and there are exceptions to that right but i do think too often that is the case Mm -hmm. where we're where memory care is dedicated to its own issues and its own community they the issues that memory care have and come up get the first priority and the only priority well, and, and there's a feeling of not being locked in. I think uh, sometimes, you know, if you're in your own community and it's all you can, you know, I know that those that have Alzheimer's, they need to wander, they need to walk, they need to, ex- yes. you know, that's part of the, the process. So <clears throat> understanding that they have this whole space to themselves, they don't feel like they're in this little wing where they're isolated. And I think that's one of the things that's really important. With and as we process. talked about equally important, families don't feel that way either. Right, right. True, true. And so obviously you guys do memory care and you do assisted living. Now, remind me, I think you do do an independent in certain areas, correct? We do. Uh, we are just opening. I was just there on Monday yeah. of this week uh, in Elk Grove, California. We're about uh, ready to open our seventh freestanding independent living community. It's freestanding, but it is right next door to a freestanding memory care community. They Wonderful. are on the same campus. We don't build our independent living by themselves in a market without any one of our other support communities, either uh-huh. right next door or maybe a block away. And, uh, and in fact, these two are on the same campus. Uh, yes, they're beautiful. They're uh, hit. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is filling up quickly, even though we haven't technically opened our doors yet. We have a lot of uh, pre-leased apartments, which we are most grateful for. Uh, and uh, we, we love doing that. We've actually been doing uh, pure independent living back maybe in the mid nineties, we just stopped doing it for a while until about five or six years ago. We kind of mm-hmm. got back in that right after the 
uh, 08, 09 kind of crash, uh, mm -hmm. what happened during that period of time is independent living really took a, yeah. um, a wash. Uh, people's okay. home values were determined on whether they could move to independent living. But unfortunately, uh, the, uh, the demand for independent living kept going up, but the uh, number being built just dropped off the planet. So we stepped in and and started doing uh, that back in CS2 22. I think we opened our first in many, many years in 218. Uh, so 217, 218. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. And cool. obviously, in when you build your own communities, that means that you can really innovate some new, um, you know, ways in, uh, of doing things. Tell us a yes. little bit about that, Aaron. Yeah, I agree with that. We do like uh, constructing our own communities because we do, uh, we do get to do what we want to do. And an example of that is uh, we were building our first in quite some time back in 17. And uh, we were probably 30 or 40% in construction when I decided, no, we needed a pizza kitchen oven. Uh, I in love our dining that. Room. Uh, and uh, so that was a $250,000 call and change. But because we do our own and we do our own construction, we just did it. I uh, didn't have to get ton of approval. We just went and did it and it, it cost us a few dollars, but I am telling you, it was a great decision I'm, and we've done them ever since. Mm -hmm. um, so we get to innovate with things that uh, like tea rooms or we do a full woodworking shop full of equipment uh, for the men in the, uh, in, in, the, in the community or a tea room for those that might want to mm -hmm. take uh, advantage of that, which we have. Um, a movie theater, uh, which we may not have in, in a memory care community, but in our independent living uh, environment, we want a large movie theater uh, for people to gather, et cetera. So any number of things uh, that I, that we get to do that uh, because we build it ourselves, we just mm -hmm. do it. Uh, mm -hmm. And so we love that. Yeah. And, obviously and, and of course, in everyone, sorry, Susan, we have a place called Emmett's Garage where we feature uh, an antique car in every one. We've talked about that. And it. Emmett was my, my father. He was the one that gave us the love of uh, oh antique my goodness. cars. Yeah. That is so cool. And obviously, you know, that comes with the vitality of life, which means wellness, um, you know, nutritious food, et cetera. Would you just touch on that a little bit? Yeah, if I can, by way of example, to your, yeah. to your question, I was just uh, uh, reading in Vancouver, Washington, we have a new campus under construction called University Village. It's uh, next to the Washington State University campus, so we call it University Village. Uh, we've had some education programs back and forth that we will have. But I'm reading every person that deposits with us uh, is asking a lot of questions. How did you choose this? What did you like? What you didn't like? I would say in two-thirds uh, of the the pre-leases that we've taken so far, uh, two-thirds of the people are coming from other communities. And the number wow. one thing, why they are moving or looking to move from their own uh, community, number one, quality of food. Yeah, Quality of food is terrible, according to them. I don't doubt it. Um, our food is outstanding. We have a uh, consulting relationship with uh, Chef Darren McGrady, who is a chef to uh, six presidents, uh, uh, Lady Diana, uh, and her two boys. And um, he uh, since moved from uh, England to Texas, uh, and he consults with us. He's a wonderful man. He's a real friend. Uh, and the quality oh, of our yeah. food is outstanding. And this is the reason many people move is just quality of food. Well, I've actually had the privilege of having lunch in a couple of your communities. And <clears throat> I will testify to that, that it's amazing. Oh, I didn't so, know that. I'm glad to hear that. 
Absolutely. So you have, you have very, your um, community relations staff also, I will just say your hospitality on, in my personal experience has been, you know, amazing. So, you know, with that alone, I'm, I I can testify to that. So Aaron, how do we reach you? Absolutely. Uh, Our general office number is 360-867-1900. And we will connect you wherever you need to go. Uh, right. Our website is www.kelchcommunities.com. Kelch is spelled K-O-E-L-S-C-H, communities.com, kelchcommunities.com. Perfect. And this, the last hour, Aaron's going to come back, and we're going to talk specifically on location, on types of you know, uh, care and, and quality of life at Kelch. And we'll be right back right after this. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive promotional discounts and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.